Welcome to the Down to Business Podcast with Alex Kirby, where entrepreneurs and small businesses come to stretch themselves and grow their company. From interviews to in-depth discussions, you'll learn how to market effectively, increase profits, and become the leader your company needs you to be. Now, let's get down to business. Hey guys, what's going on? This is Xander Down to Business Podcast. Hope you guys, whoever is listening and wherever you're at in the world, uh, we appreciate you. My Australian friends listening right now, I'll give a special shout out. I need a t-shirt. I've been trying to get people from Australia to send me a t-shirt for the longest time, Levi. Uh, we have this, I've never met many. Um, I have a funny Australian story real quick, actually, that was fresh. I went to Vegas for the first time in February for a disc golf tournament. And I was uh, at the casino with some buddies and watching roulette with my friend that was playing. And this Australian girl gets on the table, like she's at the table and dude, for two hours, she like calls everything that's going to happen. Two hours. I'm down. And she had never played. She goes, oh, I think red's coming. Red. Anyways, random. I don't know anything about Australia except that. It's getting locked down. I've just met a few of them at some music festivals in the past, and <laughs> they're uh, beautiful people. What kind of music festival? Um, underground music to, uh-huh. to uh, screamo, you know, um, techno things like that. Okay, but that's awesome. I wouldn't be in those environments probably anymore. No, well, let's get to that. So. Listeners, thank you for being on this episode here. If you're listening on Spotify, you're watching on YouTube or clip on TikTok, we appreciate you being here. If you guys don't know who we are, we haven't done this in a while. Uh, this is the Down to Business Podcast. My name is Xander Kirby. I own Trifecta Landscaping, Pure Marketing, and Beacon Sports Management. Uh, we do this podcast, Down to Business, to help you in the business, finance, marketing areas of your life. If you're a business owner or you work for a business, uh, we think it's beneficial for you to hear from business owners or people who deal or work in businesses every day. Um, We've been doing this for a couple years now, and we usually have a guest on the show on Mondays, and then me or Mr. David Waldy are, uh, you know, kind of permanent guest on Thursdays. Uh, today, Levi, thank you for being on the show. Levi Millington, uh, he works for Reconciliation Ministries, which is a ministry here out of Columbia, South Carolina, that focuses, and I'll let you explain more, Levi, but focuses on helping men um, get back in right place with God in their life coming out of addiction and, and things of that nature, right? Yeah, Fair so um, I'm now the intake coordinator. I was a student. Uh, I completed and graduated, and now I work for full-time staff uh, at Reconciliation. Um, we work with partners and donors that believe in what we're doing, man. And, what, and, it's, uh, and so, it's a privilege. What you, and so, like, you came and spoke to my landscape company recently, and mm-hmm. that's where we connected. And so what has—you kind of glazed over this, but you were actually a student of Re- Reconciliation. And kind of give us your story because— you know, I was telling you this off air is I think there's a lot of people in the world right now who need not just inspiration, but to be challenged, challenged in the way that they're thinking, challenged in the in the way that they believe about something or about some type of people. Um, you have a God has changed your life in such a way that it, it, there's nothing for you to say except your, the truth. And that's your testimony. So. If you, if you don't mind kind of giving us a little bit of background of who you are so as we go through this episode, um, it'll make more sense because it's it's pretty impactful. Yeah, I mean, we'll kind of guide me if I go long I or, or if what yeah. I'm doing. So the ministry is a minimum of 15 months. You're only progressing in the ministry if you are progressing. Um, we're a unique ministry where the pastors and the staff are observing you all the time to uh, challenge and motivate you and drive you and push you into the direction 
that uh, that God has for your life. Um, I was in Ohio, um, grew up in an extremely abusive uh, environment, very hostile. Uh, I love my mom to death. We've had a lot of healing in a lot of areas, but she's married for the fifth time. My dad was a Vietnam veteran, married for the third time, divorced for the third time. Mm. So I grew up in a lot of different households, a lot of different families, a lot of empty promises and things like that. And I started uh, having to work when I was young because I was raised by a single mom. So at 14, she was like, if you want a license and a car, and go get it. So I started working at 14. That led to, you know, hanging out with older people that weren't going to school and then led to some unhealthy living habits for sure. Um, then thought the definition of being a man was owning a house and getting yeah. married. So that's what I did. And I was not ready for any of those things. Right. I had no idea how to take care of anything but myself and my addiction. Uh, my addiction turned from drinking and smoking weed to to uppers, to downers, to Xanax, Coke, uh, crack meth, and then, you know, heroin. Mm. And that's that's where I landed for a long time. Uh, my best friend overdosed and died. Um, and after that, it got real dark. Um, started just isolating, doing as much drugs as I could by myself. Um, and... God answered my prayer, man. He put people in my life that pointed me in the right direction. So, When did you, through all of that, when did you start asking God to help you? So, like, was there a time before you joined Reconciliation and, and joined the ministry yeah. that you started kind of understanding that you were in a helpless state and you needed, you needed saving? Oh, yeah, most definitely. So, I mean, it doesn't take... It didn't. I'm not a genius, but you know, when you're stealing (laughs) from your wife or your girlfriend, or stealing from people, or lying to your boss about advances on your check, or you know, I mean, when it doesn't take long to realize that this can't go on forever, right? And you continue to just get habitual in that type of behavior to where your morals or how you view yourself, your dignity goes right out the window because without these drugs, I can't continue to go to work. So I would. Uh, so I had a phenomenal church community. My mom, in between the fourth divorce and the fifth marriage, uh, really planted our family into this phenomenal church called Christ Our King mm-hmm. in Ohio. Um, completely invested in my family. Pastor Robin Ricks and his wife and the Ricks up there um, just poured into my family, into my mom that desperately needed help and mm-hmm. healing and in areas in her life. So, but they didn't know how to really deal with anybody who was struggling with addiction. Like I, I've told this church that this, but you know, I did lines off the back of their toilet and in, mm. in their church because I would hear the Holy Spirit, I would hear the sermons, and I would get emotional. I would know that what they're saying is the truth, but right. I had no idea about going about how to living that. that life or yeah. going about it because I have to get high. Yeah. Like you know, if I don't, I'm withdrawn. I'm sick. You know, but you're addicted. I mean, yeah, you're I mean, literally I was, addicted. You know. Um, you know, you're 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 screwing over anybody that you come into contact with. Right. You know, as far as money or gimmicks or angles. Um, and being a drug addict, it takes a lot of discipline. It takes a lot of resourcefulness. Right. Which actually comes into play when you're sober and later on down the road <laughs> as an asset. But yeah, I mean, of course, because I mean, dude, you're waking up with nothing. I mean, you're every day you're making yeah. nothing into something. Right. I mean, trust me, I would, I'd, I'd make four or five hundred dollars come out of thin air. Right. To support my habit. And I'm not at all proud about that. Yeah. But that's exactly what used to happen. Yeah. You know, so there was a lot of things. So at Reconciliation, we believe that your addiction is just a byproduct. Mm -hmm. It's just what's on the surface. What's really going on is that there's a lot of underlying issues that you've refused to deal with. Yeah, heart issues. And and obviously for me, it was abuse issues, identity issues, um, you know, 
I didn't know what it was to be a husband or a leader or even an employee. You yeah. know, I, I knew nothing. Like I said, all I knew when you're in addiction, you're incapable of loving anybody but yourself. Mm. And I was, I was that guy for sure. Right. Hey guys, we want to take a quick second to thank today's show sponsor, Nice Job. If you guys have not checked out Nice Job yet, I think you should immediately, as soon as you're done listening to this episode of the podcast. What we have found with Nice Job across my multiple businesses is they help us have a simple way to get new reviews and make that into marketable material with their reputation management software. So Nice Job, very affordable, amazing results. We've gotten almost up to 100 new reviews over the last calendar year because of Nice Job and their software. So you guys make sure you go to Nice Job. So again, thank you, Nice Job, for being a show sponsor of the Down to Business podcast. So this is one reason why when you came and spoke to our team the other day, I mean this sincerely, I was super moved uh, and again, challenged is the word because the last year and a half, I've had three or four people who work mm-hmm. with us and who have struggled with stuff in the past. And I would have said probably three years ago, I wouldn't even, when their resume or their email came through, I wouldn't even interviewed them. And the last year and a half or so I have, and they've been some of the best people I've ever hired. And then when you spoke, it really reinforced, I need to challenge myself on thinking through not just me, but the people I talk to all the time. So for example, like I think the main way, the main thing I'm excited to hear you, you maybe answer this question is a lot of people listening to this have either had employees who struggle with addiction or currently have employees who are struggling with addiction, whether it be drugs, alcohol, financial addiction, they have to spend all their money, um, relationships, you know, they can't stop sleeping around, whatever the addiction may be. And they feel helpless on how to help somebody. And they feel like they have to save them all the time. Right. So I'm hoping that you can kind of give some guidance to the person listening right now who has a person like you that was in the place you were in. Yeah. Shut them down. Don't give them any money. Don't give them a place to shower. Don't give them a place to stay. Don't even advance their check. Their lies. I don't care what it is because what it took for me, I'll say what it took for me. Yeah. And like I said, I do the intake. So I see this all the time. You do I the see, intake now for reconciliation. Yeah, literally currently and have been for a little over a year now. Intake meaning like new people coming like in. Like if you're struggling with addiction yeah. and you need somewhere to go, yeah. they call me. Right. And which is an immense privilege. It's very taxing and demanding, but I, I love it because, again, God's using someone who was so hopeless, uh, was so accepting of this is how I'm going to die. This is going to be the rest of my life. Wow. I'm just going to continue to get high and, you know, my, my wife's going to find me on the couch and you get so blinded and you your self-worth goes zero yeah. to where you're okay with that. Mm. You know, so now I get to have the privilege of speaking life into a decaying situation. Mm. Someone is exactly where I was and I get to be that guy that provides hope. God through me. It's yeah. not me. Right. It's not me. It's not Levi. Um, you know, my wife knows who I am, yeah. but she's trusting God through me. She's trusting what she sees and what she's observing and um, so getting back to um, intake and being able to do that but, yeah, I mean, and, just, and, oh, and enabling and rescuing. Yeah. So you, you can't. It's so um, I talk to moms. I talk to other siblings mm-hmm. who have siblings, you know, like a brother. Like I was that brother. I have siblings that watched me. And um, you shut them down. My wife was going to tell the cops that I beat her mm-hmm. just to get me out of her life. Wow. And it wasn't true. Yeah. I mean, you can tell her. I'm comfortable saying that because thank God, right? I never put my hands on her. I had a lot of blacked out nights. 
I had a lot of times I came up out of a, out of a, uh, uh, nodding out from doing heroin and talking to people who literally weren't there. Yeah. And I would look over and get a moment of clarity and see my wife just petrified and scared because I was that bad. Zonked out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, doing meth on top of it, like your body's just all the way up and down. So it took those, uh, the consequences of my action. It took her saying that. It took people telling me no. It took people, look, man, I know where you're at, and I'm not going to help you anymore. Yeah, not That's what it people. takes because you think you're helping, right? You mm. see somebody sick, ah, oh, here, man, here's $20, man. You know, you think you're helping, but you're just you're just perpetuating them into a life of sin and death. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you got to shut them down all the way. And I could only imagine, I was the addict. I wasn't the family member that had to do that, but I know that's what it takes mm-hmm. to completely just be like, no. You know, I think... I I can hear the people listening right now, some of them going, there's no way. Because this is another reason why I wanted you to be on the show, which is a little different, is because the last few years, in my opinion, people don't believe in transformation like they used to, right? Yeah, for sure. And and for you to say you were a hardcore drug addict, and then now you're basically a pastor— Right, more or less, more or I'm, less, more or less. A ministry coordinator, whatever you want to say. You're, you're shepherding people in the spiritual. I'm currently realm. going to seminary school. But there you go. Okay. I'll allow uh, my mentor, Pastor Lucky Daddy, to. Yeah, you're shepherding say people. That, you so. are so, but to to go from from Paul, you know, Saul to Paul, basically, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people don't feel like they see that anymore, or if they do, it's like fake, right? So, can you? I mean, I know where you're going to go with it, but can you can you kind of hit on literally how that like how God changed, like it wasn't yourself. You can't do enough to change on your own. You oh know, yeah, I'm so but, glad you asked. So you, yeah. you said that people don't believe in a transformation like that A lot anymore. of people don't, I And don't what's think. awesome is uh, God makes the impossible possible. My life and what I'm doing now was completely impossible. The definition of a miracle or one of them you can loosely go with is something that seems like there's no chance of happening and it happens anyways. Mm. And that's how God operates, man. Um, to get back before what was your original question right before uh, I was just saying like can you speak to the people you know who you know again business owners oh yeah with me I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you so so with me um, in Daniel like 921 923 it says uh, if you pray earnestly if you pray honestly if you confess with your mouth the second that you begin praying the command is sent from the throne and I would make these prayers, man, because I knew I was on my way out. I knew that any day could be the day, and I was all right with it. And I knew that's not the way to live. Mm-hmm. I'm a part of this church community that's pouring into my family. I, can, I know what's right, but, I, but I'm, I'm bound, right? So I, I'm, I don't know if this is a little dramatic, but Sorry. I did. I put the drugs on my bed, and I said, God, you know I want to be a good husband. You know I want to be a dad. You know I, I have no idea what I'm doing. I got these drugs, I'm, I'm doing them, I, I'm, I'm selling them, I'm hurting other people, I'm, you know, God, what do I do? Yeah. And when you make prayers like that, you don't get to tell God how he's going to go about helping you with those things. Because the Bible says it's for his name's sake and for his glory. And if I got control, if I was able to have control over what I prayed for and how I was going to get the blessings and when it was going to come, it would be for Levi's sake and Levi's name, uh, for Levi's glory. And that's not what the Bible says. Right. So you have to, the world wants you to think that submission, surrender are weak terms. 
Well, also, the Bible says, talking about Jesus, it's an upside-down kingdom. In the kingdom, in a heavenly realm, that's the, that's the first thing that you should do. Mm-hmm. Submit to your governing authority. Submit to my leader. Submit to where my employer is. Submit to my spiritual leadership. Because if I'm not submitting to that, then my wife's not going to take, okay, let me put this in quotations, my authority mm-hmm. or leader is my home. Seriously. If, if right. she's witnessing or observing me not taking right. any authority in my life. Else, yeah. Right. Seriously, she's going to be like, what are you, you talking know? about? Yeah. So I, I had to learn these things and it took, oh my God, it took 15, it took 17 months for me to complete of constant crushing. I mean, reconciliation broke me like a wild horse because I was so entitled. My ego was through the roof. Mm. I was so selfish. Um, and I thought it was all about me all the time. And if any minister or any anybody who's involved in ministry, it's not about you. Yeah. And it never will be. Right. So God had to um, bring you to the heat place. up the furnace yeah. and, and and scrape that dross out of my life. Right. As far as who I thought I was. Well, I I think that. Uh, all of us have that, whether it's addiction or not. You have to have that moment where you humble yourself for the Lord. You put yourself under His provision and His care, and and say, yeah, you got to trust Him. Trust it him. Says, yeah. It says, "Live by faith, not by sight." Because which, right. what I was looking at was a mess, brother. Right. What I was looking at was um, just death. I mean, I really, really accepted that that's where I was going to end up. Right. The place I kind of want to wrap us up today is um and let you speak at the end but you you said something interesting multiple times you said it took the way this kind of changed is it took people pouring into your family right and in the world that we live in right now a lot of people just want to put band-aids on everything they see we're too we're moving too fast so here's 20 bucks we're um, sorry, I've got this going on. I'll pray for you. Right? Like yeah, all these things, definitely. we don't like, I, I know it's easy for me to see a person I feel like I could impact and be like, I don't have time. And the, and what you're saying is, is challenging because your entire family and your life changed because someone took the time to sit and pour, not sprinkle, right? They poured into your family. They poured into your life. They, they, they committed to you guys, right? And it was so, it was an investment. Investment. There you go. Yeah. And so, like to the business owners listening and watching this, that's how we have to have the mindset for our team, our employees, our their. You know, is we're, they're not just here. You know, people are not just in the ministry to to get their little graduation certificate and be gone. You're pouring into them consistently, and you're giving of yourself. You're laying down your life, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I guess you know, if you have any advice, um, Levi, to someone listening who owns a business, maybe they're a manager at a business, and they're in the business of pouring into other people. What what does that look like? Someone going, well, I don't. What does that mean pouring into them? Does that mean I need to like ask them how they're doing more often? Like, what does that mean? Um, it means. Uh, like I said, it means investing. Honestly, what it really means is say it. Yeah. personal obedience. Mm. So what you do when no one else is looking, that's how as a leader or people that see you or that follow you or respect you, they're going to glean from that. Mm. They're going to glean from you responding to the Holy Spirit because we're none of us is that smart. I don't, I, I don't know. I'm not a sorcerer. I don't have a crystal ball. <laughs> I don't know exactly what that man's struggling with or whatever. But what I do know yeah. is as long as I lead a life, what, what I allow comes out of my mouth and what I do be the same thing, that's where the anointing and the mm. power and the authority comes from. I love that. I told that to my, my uh, crew <clears throat> leaders, my, my, my crew leaders on Monday that God's been speaking to me about this recently was 
lead myself before I try to lead other people. Yeah, most definitely. Because, um, and I'm not trying to give you a cryptic answer, no, but seriously, we, you, no. you glean from, I glean from Pastor Rick's obedience. Yeah. By him being responsive to the Holy Spirit and obeying that. Yeah. And then through that, um, I got into uh, contact with Pastor Brian Poirier, who's our current staff member at Reconciliation Ministries. And then I got put on a plane and brought down here. Then, since Pastor Brian knows about authority and stuff like that, he stepped out of the way and allowed God to work in my life. And then that was Miss Ashley and Pastor Lucky Daddy. Mm-hmm. And they live a life of obedience. Mm-hmm. They know that if they don't, keep God as their focus, like flint to the cross, mm. um, this whole thing will go down. Right. You know what I mean? If, if Miss Ashley or Pastor Lucky is is out here putting on a show, I heard someone say that um, m- when uh, if you manipulate or if I try to come at you in a way that I think that I would benefit the most, then I have the daunting task of performing. Mm. And I don't have the energy to perform anymore, brother. So good. And so does so does um, Pastor Lucky and Miss Ashley. What you see here is what you get. And what you get is God performing miracles over and over and over again in men's lives who had no hope. No hope. No hope whatsoever, who accepted their current uh, circumstances and now they're putting an environment, reconcil- reconciliation provides an environment where they can learn how to have a relationship with God. Mm. And someone told me when I was in the ministry that this, the minist- this, this program, this ministry is easy. And that blew my mind because it was literally the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Mm-hmm. They said, what's hard is when you complete and you got money in your pocket and you're good and pissed off and you know where to get drugs, that's hard. Right. And it blew my mind. I was mm. like, wow, that's truth. Even if you don't struggle with drugs, as a leader of your home, are you going to be on websites you shouldn't be? Right. That's what Are I'm you going at. to yes. be spending and being dishonest with your finances, yep. with your spouse, or with whatever you choose to do? Mm-hmm. That's lying and manipulating. And then you have this daunting task to perform. Right. You have this thing. I said it in your office. You know, I don't know what this podcast is or what God's got me doing, but I'm walking out in faith. And as long as I tell the truth, I don't have to remember anything. That's so good. So... That, that, you're, that's exactly my, what I was hoping you'd say is like, there's such a stigma on addiction that everyone thinks naturally when someone says, I, I struggle with addiction, they go to drugs, right? They go to alcohol. Yeah, for right? sure. I but mean, there's that's, so that's the, many types of addiction or so definitely. many types of um, what you just said, like like hidden secrets where we all need to, to put our stuff on the table and say, you know what, as long as I'm honest and I put it at the foot of the cross or, you know, whatever your, your thing is, because um, everyone who listens isn't a believer. Obviously, we challenge them. Yeah, to, and that's to, okay that. too, for but, sure. But but whatever it is, try to be better and try to be more honest and try to because that permeates to the people around you. As you're saying, you don't have to. I love that phrase. If 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 you just be to tell the truth, you don't. If have you to, tell the truth, you don't have to remember I anything. Love that. And in this society, it's and as men, especially me, I um, love that. I I'm. It's hard to be vulnerable. It's hard to be like, yo, bro, for real. Yeah. I used to lie to my wife every day. You know, um, I was this, this, and this, and this. But yeah. that's what you glean from. Yes. The The Bible says we, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And if I'm in, in here telling what God's done in my life, Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And if, and if he did it for me, brother, he can do it for you. That's right. And that's where the inspiration, that's where the drive and the motivation comes from to be like, bro, if that dude was shooting heroin, on his way out. Mm-hmm. And now God is using him to speak life into a dead situation and to be a pastor or to be um, a business owner one day. 
then he can do it for me too. That's right. And I, that gets them into their word and yeah. belonging to a church, right. serving at that church right. and getting that filled fulfillment, that joy, that peace that we desperately I love it. desire. Well, so that's that's kind of where I'm wrapping up here is, is, is business owners, listen to me. Don't give up on your people. Don't give up on them. Do the right things. Stop, stop advancing them their check because you need them to show up next week. Stop enabling them, as Levi's saying, with, you know, they're struggling with something and et cetera, et cetera. But don't give up on them and put them in the right and healthy situations. So, Levi, help, you know, if people want to uh, support or learn more about reconciliation, do you have any websites, plugs, anything uh, like that? Yeah, so, I mean, so let me get my wallet out because I don't know it. I don't know that by <laughs> heart. I usually I usually give out my personal number, but this would not be the spot to do no, that. I don't so, think there I is a ministry this. number. Um so there, there is, might be somebody listening right now that has an employee. They're like, man, they need to go there. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. um, I had the privilege of being interviewed by the Nazarene Magazine, and I've already gotten intake calls. That magazine sent mm-hmm. out to thousands of churches throughout the United States. And the past few intake calls I've gotten is, hey, we read your article about reconciliation. So cool. What can we do? And that blows my mind, man. If you would have asked me, uh, <laughs> if you'd asked me two years ago that I would be doing anything I'm doing right now, I'd laugh in your face. That's, that's so I'm saying. You know, so <laughs> you were about to overdose, man. <clears throat> yeah. Two so years ago. the so the, the website is www.reconciliation-min.org, okay. and the intake number is 803-727-4697, extension three zero one. Perfect. And that goes to the men's intake. Um, I'll be the one that answers it. Mm-hmm. And if you're struggling with addiction, man, don't lose hope. Um, God has a divine purpose and direction for your life. In fact, God's so accurate and precise and knows exactly what he's doing that if you are struggling with addiction or if you are a business owner and you would like to venture out into uh, people who are clean now or people who aren't doing drugs, who are resourceful and are disciplined, um, it's not by happenstance you're hearing this podcast. Yeah, it's a great way God to find exactly what great he's people for your in, your business. Yeah, for no sure. matter what their checkered past may look like. And, yep. and that was kind of one of the points I wanted to make. You know, pseudo on this episode was we all have a checkered past. Some of them are just are federal. Like some of them just yeah, I mean, some of them just saying on like oh, we're all doing something. We just right. didn't get we caught. just didn't get caught. And exactly. I don't care what anybody says because uh, what's uh-huh. awesome with God is you're not as slick as you think you are. Yeah, man. So yeah, God. Yeah, exactly. Like you're not as important as you think you are. And it, even Paul talks about don't think of yourself better than what you are because right. pride comes before the fall. So you might want to watch it. I have to watch it. I, I, I love it. I could talk to you about this all day, but Levi, thank you so much for for being on this episode down to business podcast guys make sure you like subscribe leave us a review on spotify and again if you want to connect with levi we'd appreciate that we'll put everything in the show notes chris will put it on the on youtube here with where to find anything and uh, we'll see you next time thanks everybody